Pour me the rosé. Okay, okay. My reality TV obsession is can't meet you. Team. I know, right? Yeah, it's just like a cute little hangover. Oh my god. Sierra, I'm dead. Hello, and Hi. welcome back to another episode of Coastally Speaking. All you. All you, baby. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna get it out before she does it. Slow motion. Let's go. I don't want it. I don't want it. It is yours. Ugh, and I I feel like I owed it. I'm like I am like shaking all of a sudden now. I just got nervous. Are you nervous? <laughs> I'm a little oh nervous, God. you guys. Wow. That's how you know we're really in love. <laughs> right? The romance. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of romance, okay. So yes. last night I fell into a TikTok hole. And um, have you heard at all about Carly Russell? No. Okay. This, I hadn't heard about it before last night either, but this, this blew my mind. So this girl, Carly, I guess, and her boyfriend had broken up and she wanted to get her boyfriend back. So she staged a kidnapping and like went missing, had the, the ex-boyfriend posted on his Instagram looking for Carly. I guess she like shows up, like it's giving gone girl, like shows up, like Claims that she saw a baby on the side of the highway and there is like footage of her car pulling over, but like goes missing, right? Uh, Looking at this baby, like having a trafficking situation. Oh, that's what it is. She shows up at her house with money in her sock, claiming that it's like from the kidnappers or whatever, but they didn't, they took her someplace, took pictures of her, but didn't do anything to her and then just like dropped her off and sent her home with some cash. Like, sorry, but thank you for the content I don't know I don't know but I I don't I'm missing on the videos I'm missing the how it all came about that like she lied about the entire thing the sister of the ex-boyfriend came out being like we were so scared like but we are shocked obviously she needs help but um the kicker is her ex-boyfriend who mind you these are just like normal people in like Michigan or something and um her boyfriend's now up 50,000 followers and all of the followers are women because they're like, for her to stage a kidnapping. (laughs) What is so special about this man that you would take it so far that, yeah, no, this man is just climbing up and following right now and then you go to it and it's all women. And are they all commenting like, pick me, choose me? (laughs) (laughs) They're... (laughs) There was this one TikTok I saved and the woman was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to hit him up. Like, I'm not. And then it goes to her voice note in his um, in his DMs. And it's like, I would never disappear on you. And she's like playing like like slow jazz in the background. (laughs) Oh, my God. So this guy is having the worst week flipped into the best week ever. So wait, I just want to. So it's confirmed that she made all of this up she was not actually kidnapped she had planned it out and like knew like wanted a reaction from him and like wanted him this to it's giving gone girl I, mean, I for sure had like and i'm hoping this is not just my brain i'm sure we all have but i've obviously had like the thoughts never have acted on it but like go through a breakup you stop talking to the person i wonder what would happen if i ended up in the hospital right car crash like would they show up right right like of course my brain has gone there before have i gone as far as like getting hurt to end up in a hospital to see if they would show up (laughs) only once (laughs) (laughs) you know what i respect it i respect the commitment i respect the commitment is he cute yeah he is yeah yeah 
it blew my mind. It was like one o'clock in the morning and I hit this like Carly Fisher or Carly Fisher, Carly Russell situation. And I'm like, what is this? My girl, I was up to like 2.30, 2.45, just like scrolling through videos being like, what? Wow. What? <laughs> like, I have she- to get on that side of TikTok. Wow. I don't think I've ever liked somebody so much after a breakup to, to, to go that drastic. Yeah. Have you done any anything? If I have, it's more so on the on the rules of like pathetic than it is like I, I'm gonna first of all stop you there. What she did was also on that tip. Well, like, <laughs> I, I, but I'm like that's like 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 evil mastermind. Like you okay, know what sure. I mean? Yeah. Like you're taking it to a step that like exactly what you said. Like we could think about and be like mm, dark, but like maybe she the homegirl straight up was like mm, staged staged her disappearance and like hanging out at like a hotel or something that's the thing she had to be hiding somewhere actively she had to go hide actively and then like show up where I'm like if I don't remember like I feel like what I read was that she showed up naked in socks and all that and I was just like to even commit to that like I would still you know I'm keeping my nightie up my shirt on just maybe throw some dirt on it but I'm like right I, I'm not committing to the bit and that's where I'm like did she just watch Gone Girl like what is going on here because this is some some next level shit oh oh how did I leave out the big, biggest part she's getting arrested like she's going to jail she's going to jail for this because it's a, it's like Wait. a federal crime yeah yeah. She's going to jail. <laughs> Carly. You can't stage or lie because, I, I, I mean, obviously the police were contacted. It's right. become a thing. Resources have now gone to the search of her and it was a whole fake thing. Right. So, right. Like, she like yeah. had a she had a fake accuser. Like it was some like balding, like redheaded man that kidnapped her. Like she literally like went that far. And then so I don't know. She's going to jail and he's going viral. Like oh. he's gonna get bitches i'm like oof this is not the way you get them back let alone that i'm like baby girl now you're doing literal fucking time literal fucking time while he is just gonna be like dates galore you know what it's better honestly for her that she is gonna have to be in prison for a little bit because she would not want to watch what he's about to do yeah yeah. he's gonna date a lot of people (laughs) coming up and we know that she's a little unhinged so let's put her away for a second let him do his thing. She's in time And maybe out. when she comes out, yeah, she'll be a little bit more level-headed. Yeah. Well, right. I, I would be not. like, if I were the boyfriend, though, I would figure out how much time she's doing, and I would move. I would move to where you could never see me find me again. Witness protection program. <laughs> Australia. Change my name. Australia. <laughs> Are there two cute blondes there by chance? No, that just blew my mind. Like, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Also... Speaking on blowing my mind, uh-huh. I always like I love that little segue. Speaking of coastally, speaking of uh, updates, yeah. uh, <laughs> did you hear about Raquel, Rachel? No. Okay, where, where have I been? I don't know, but we're switching. Up. I, I like me and my like uh, what is it? Not like Rolodex, but like it just my list of just like unhinged women. Yeah, you're <laughs> like my newsfeed for the crazies. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Give me it all. So uh, Rachel, who obviously we now know is changing her name to going back to Rachel. She is officially now going to Rachel. She's correct? officially yeah. owning okay. Rachel. Can you um, also, I have a quick question for you because somebody just asked me this and I didn't have a for sure answer. Okay. Um, is she, she is going to be in the next season. Yes. She's signed on. Okay. Yes. And Sandoval um, has. Sandoval's already filming. Oh, uh, I don't oh, know. That's if, right. But anyways, Graham was featured 
in a photo okay. while they're in Lake Tahoe. Graham being Rachel and I was about to call him Jeremy. That's not his name. James. Graham was on the trip with James. Come to find out, Raquel's mom took Graham to a what they claim to be a doodle relocation center but apparently because she claims that Graham bit her so hard to the bone apparently this doodle place adopted Graham out Graham bites one of the the people so they bring Graham back and Graham ends up at a shelter and this shelter calls Lisa Vanderpump or Vanderpump Dogs uh being like and that's when she contacted James who obviously took Graham back and put him into training so that he doesn't bite. But yeah, like, and also I'm like, PSA, as I turn to my camera, PSA. (laughs) um, Really tell the people. Stop, stop adopting these like and and breeding these specialized breeds where it's like all of a sudden they become trendy for a year and everybody has one stop it stop Mm -hmm. it there are so many dogs that need to be adopted that need homes and promoting these breeders that are obviously like these dogs are inbred these dogs have health issues and when your dog has behavioral issues and everybody wants to get a dog because it's so cute in the beginning if you're not training said dog these dogs are ending back up in shelters so it's like for you to temporarily have your designer dog for a month, realize that you don't want to spend the time to train it, to give him back to a shelter. These shelters are getting overpopulated. These dogs are being put down and it's just not right. It's just not right. Where I'm like, first of all, a mutt, by the way, not a specialty breed, a mutt dog lasts so much longer. But I'm just like, it, it just, sorry, that gets to me so badly because no, I'm like. It. No, well, it's terrible. People get dogs and they don't think about the responsibilities that come along with them. They don't think about the fact that like, you're not always going to get a perfect dog. And then they, when people rehome their animals, Mm -hmm. it is one of the most frustrating thing. There's a group on Facebook, on Facebook that I'm in. Yeah. And there have been so many girls to post that they need to rehome their dog. There are some people that have posted that have been like, well, you know, it's because I'm moving into a new apartment and they don't accept dogs. Then pick a different apartment. You and? already have the dog. You don't have the apartment yet. Yes. Don't fucking get the apartment that doesn't allow dogs. Yes. Or don't get a dog if you're not willing to shift your life to fit around that animal. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. these are not little plushy stuffed animals that you can just throw around and take or leave or do. It's a living little thing that loves you so much and relies on you to live. So, like, if you're going to do it, fucking commit to it and don't. Uh huh. But to get out of that deep and dark. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? And I know these aren't always right, but uh, I Googled her net worth. It uh-huh. says $30 million. Where? Google. No, I'm saying, but like, where? where no idea. D- yeah, like, no idea. It said a no. lot of it came from her past um, pageants. I was like, no. Are you kidding? Video? She must have gotten in there and like edited her <laughs> Google net worth. And she's like, mm, 30 million. Which you have neither. Chelsea, uh, so I'm visiting Chelsea this weekend, and she's on season seven of Vanderpump. Um, it's all she's doing. She literally, like, she goes to work, she comes home, she puts on Vanderpump Rules. Oh. And she, like, just kind of got introduced to Raquel, and she was like, does she 
always talk like that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it never stops. Oh, I'm like, that was my, my joke about her coming back. I was like, could you imagine from like rehab that it's like she comes back and it's like speaking in full sentences and loses the vocal fry? Like, I was like, is she going to come back with a British accent? Like, is she just going to have like a full a PhD? Madonna moment? <laughs> and, and no. I, I don't I don't I don't even know how they're going to incorporate bringing her back on to be honest. I think it was a terrible decision on her part. I was mm-hmm. like even then give us this season and then maybe come back season after like right. or something. Right. Give us a break. Like I don't want Sandoval back either, but I'm just like if if I'm watching a season of a bunch of people forgiving him this year like I don't want it. I don't want I, it. Take it back. I'm down to like watch like Katie and Ariana open the sandwich shop. I'm down to see Tom Schwartz step into his own identity as a as a solo Tom as a Tom Tom minus Tom just a Tom I just don't know where they're going with having Sandoval back and I don't know how you incorporate Rachel into scenes that make sense without her just like grafting groveling like you know grafting boots on (laughs) she's really got it like I'm like she's fully got to put her grafting boots on (laughs) and I don't know if I want to watch that I'm like Rachel you don't even live here. Like, you know, like, what are you going to do? Continuously apologize following these girls around being like, if only you'll be my friend again, I will never sleep with your boyfriend again. Like, honey, the, like, I know what you're made of. I don't care. Like, heal, and I hope, and I wish you well, but like, mm-hmm. I, I would want to be nailed on us ever being friends. Like that, unfortunately for her, right. with Raquel, sorry, Rachel, <laughs> I roll. You know. Um, Sorry, but we had a full season of like watching you lie to everyone, knowing what you had done. We're not gonna get over that. No, we're not gonna get over it. And the the way that this like swept the nation, the cast isn't gonna get over it. Like no one's here to bring you back in. I hope you heal and yeah. find yourself some other friends that trust you and you don't fuck them over. But this isn't it anymore, honey. <laughs> this isn't your space. I could see her going on like Summer House, like Popper in a different franchise. Maybe I don't watch Summer House, so that's coming from a, a non-Summer House. I was gonna say, Paige would annihilate her. There's a lot of things that you can do that's like forgivable on reality TV, and again, even like the infidelity of it all, like that's not that's not the thing that is gonna cripple her. It's the it's the who she did it with. Mm -hmm. And, like, who she did it to. Mm -hmm. Where I'm, like, any woman where it's just, like, you're making... You made this decision in the last year. Like, this isn't something from, like, oh, I have a past. Or I made some mistakes in my past. Like, no, baby. You made that currently looking your best friend in the eye. Like, that's diabolical. That is somebody to where I'm, like, if I know what you're capable of, I could never trust you. When you're getting older, she's 28, 29 years old. Like... Right. You want people that their reputation is at least going to be loyalty or going to have your back through things, not somebody that's going to make you second guess if she was looking at your boyfriend weird. It's just too, I mean, like, we've all, I don't know, had friends that, like, were really around in our early 20s that were, like, fast friends that we, like, loved, died for, and then they, like, pull some shady shit. And that is like repeating and going back to those friendships in your early 20s we totally do it we're all in like the same party group like it's easier to be friends than to not but at this point in our lives it's like I there are friends that I've that I was best 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 friends with that I had like a friendship breakup with yeah that now would literally never even think about 
inviting them back into my life because I've seen what you can do. Right. What you're capable of. Mm-mm. No. I, I would be stupid. You, like, you know, like your like worst friendship breakup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's personal. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've had people that I was, like, inseparable. Uh, my turn to not be able to Are talk. Are you nervous? Now you're nervous. <laughs> <laughs> my palms are sweating. I have a lot of, like, I have difficulty with confrontation. I don't like it. So it's very hard for me to, not anymore, not anymore. But then it was very hard for me to stand up for myself in the moment of things or maybe, like, not wanting things to escalate or... I don't know, knowing that I'm going to be gaslit when I tell my feelings about things. Um, yeah, and the day that I got out of that friendship is like the day that my my life started. <laughs> oh my truly, truly. Like, it's, it's funny because yeah. I, I feel like you go through some of those, like, friendship breakups where you're like, man, that sucks. Like, I, I really had a good time with that person. I didn't really see it going down like this or, like, a year or two later, you're, like, looking back with, like, rose-colored glasses being, like, maybe I'll hit them up and just fucking, what, emotional cut, fucking hurt myself again mm-hmm. by opening the door to them, knowing what they've done to me, knowing how they made me feel, but then giving this, like, leeway because you're romanticizing your friendship in the past that you're, like, maybe if I let them in, they seem different, they seem better, they seem healed, I'm different, I'm healed, maybe this is the time our friendship will thrive, but... I feel like it's the same thing with past relationships with friendships as well that I'm like when you backslide into a friendship there is a reason why that ended and just because time and longevity I feel like it's just so habit when you spend so much time with a person to kind of fall back into like those roles and like Mm -hmm. what felt comfortable then so you won't even see how fucked up it is until you're back in the same position being like wow You literally just made me feel this way. I haven't felt this way since the last time I had you in my life, which has been years. Totally. Right? Like, I've gone through some toxic, I don't need to give the ins and outs, but I've gone through some toxic friendship breakups. And I will say that I'm like keeping my circle small and being friends with like-minded people, not in the sense of like we're doing the same things or we have the same opinions on everything, but on a moral ground and on a respect level, we have these same uh, same pillars of, of respect for what each other needs in a friendship. And the things that I love about my best friends is that we're all busy. We're all doing things. I don't see them all the time. We text as much as possible. Like we'll FaceTime here and there. But I'm like when, I, when my friends are in town or when we're all together, we will get together. But it's none of this like codependency or this like, I haven't seen you in two weeks. Are you mad at me? Or like, da da da. You don't make any effort. Like, no. I'm like, baby girl, you're living your life. You're thriving. You, I want what's best for you. And I love the fact that I have friendships that I don't have to second guess where I stand with them. Mm-hmm. You know. And and I think that that's a big thing when, especially in your twenties, it's either we're best friends and attached at the hip, but you have to always make me happy. And if you say something, because I feel like there's always a dominant personality in those friendships. And then there's always always somebody who's willing to kind of take a step back and then also maybe doesn't even realize that they're being walked all over until push comes to shove. And then it's like, oh, oh, I am disposable to you. Were you normally the one getting walked all over? Um, yes. And like, not even like necessarily in that specific friendship, but like, habitually have you been the one that's kind of like I feel like when it comes down to being able to easily be manipulated by somebody that I'm close to because I put them on a pedestal 
So it wasn't mm. so much like me being like walked all over mm. in friendships. Uh, when it comes down to like uh, somebody that I trust and that's somebody that's supposed to have my best interest at heart, when they start mistreating me, that's when it's like the light bulb goes off and it's like maybe I shouldn't. And with a friendship, I think you know specifically in the past, like that when mm. I didn't even realize how awful she was to me mm-hmm. until like almost other people had to point it out. And then right. I was like, oh wait like you do make jokes at my expense like you do say things that are kind of fucked up that like I didn't deserve in that moment and then when I tried to say hey like that hurt my feelings or I don't like this or whatever it instantly turned to gaslighting and finger pointing instead of just like sorry I made you feel that way that wasn't my intention it's well I could call 15 moments where you made me feel like this and it's like but you've never said anything and this isn't what that's about like it shouldn't take me coming to you about my feelings and just wanting to be heard and and hoping that you work on that or at least like with me with my sensitivity and instead to be turned around and get shit on for something that you've been holding against me for years that I had no idea about like I don't I don't need that in my life you know Mm -mm. that was a long answer but what about you like what about you like how do you feel uh you know because you're you're 30 one 31 okay so I'm like she's she's too you're only one year behind me that doesn't even yeah everyone thought I was a baby forever and within our friend group everyone always thought I was so freaking young I thought you were your little baby sav coming out with us literally we would have been friends in high school like (laughs) so I would have been like the the younger kid that like smoked cigarettes with you and you'd have been like she's so (laughs) old for her age I love this so much let's ditch class to smoke yeah I loved parliaments yeah, like, what about you? Like, do you feel that, A, have you gone through any friendship oh, breakups? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about the most recent one? Do we want to talk about the most traumatizing one? Like, which Ooh, one? Maybe. Or maybe one that you, like, learned the most from? And, like, what was that? Mm. Mm. There have been a, there have been, ugh, there have been quite a few. Well, so here's my thing. Okay. I, I am typically the the friend that gets walked all over a bit. I, um, first of all, I like give the benefit of the doubt a gazillion times. So like, I'm just always assuming everyone has the best intentions. So if somebody does something shitty, I'm like, but they didn't mean to like, I can justify it to no end. Uh, I am getting better at that now, but like in the past, that is, that is kind of my MO. Um, and so a lot of my friends, it's just it's that like typical the you attract the people that kind of n- know that about you so like i attract people that enjoy being the dominant one in the friendship i attract people that like sort of know that they can walk all over me so i'll do i'll do whatever and like i'm chill i'm fine oh you want to make fun of me that's so funny haha <laughs> i love that oh. like it's literally yeah it's been so i i've just always unfortunately ended up being best friends with like shitty people like I don't mean to do it it's just they love me I'm a very good person to be around (laughs) if you're a shitty person um so uh, well I'm also I mean yeah I will say too that I'm like it's I I think maybe not so much like it's because you're obviously not attracted to shitty people I think you're attracted to people that exude like a lot of confidence Mm -hmm. and like are very like sure of themselves and 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 the thing is that I'm like there's a very fine line 
between like confidence and and self-involved and narcissism and all of these you know what i mean so it's like a a confident person to where it's like a doesn't need to make fun of you to make themselves feel better or to look better in a group a confident person if somebody makes a joke and sees that that hurt you would be the person that's like hey like fuck off don't talk about don't that's that's not funny that there's no need for that i wouldn't take that as like a oh I'm attracted to the worst type of people no I think that you know a lot of the times too you don't know what people are actually like this is like hi this is the facade that I'm greeting you with I'm Mm -hmm. super confident I'm so much fun and then you get into their circle and it's like no I'm actually abusive and mentally and verbally emotionally I will break you down to make you know that you are less than me and like that's not something that people put on a fucking calling card on their forehead right you don't know that my uh Megan has a rule for me which is like specifically for dating but I think also it's exactly that it goes into friendships as well but it's sort of this like three month rule yeah where, like you can't assume anything about this new person that you've met mm-hmm. until you get to three months because people can put on their best like mask yeah for a while they can be exactly what you need them to be they can show up and be respectful of your time they can do whatever the fuck they want to do but they can't it's really hard for somebody to carry um, false qualities for longer than three months. So like once you hit that mark is when you can actually start judging somebody's character because before then get it, Meg, (laughs) um, before then it's like, you know, you would, it really is when her and I talk about it mostly with dating, but like people will start dating somebody, Mm -hmm. go on three dates and already be like, I want that person to be my boyfriend. Right. I like them so much. It's like, you know literally nothing about that person. You know that right. they're charming. Great. That could actually be a huge red flag. Like, that doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Uh, you know that they have good conversation. Okay, sick. Congratulations. Do you know where they stand on anything? Because they could have told you where they stand on things. But until we actually see mm-hmm. how they live their life when they are not trying to impress you anymore. Yep. That's where we figure it out. Like up until then, we're just fucking gathering information about them. We cannot come to any conclusion. The last guy that I dated, um, it very short lived, but like he had so many qualities that were like mine. Mm-hmm. We were very similar. Okay. We had like, a lot of the same taste in things. Birthdays were right next to each other. So similar signs. We had similar like personality trait, like like a Myers-Briggs test or like a love language. All of those things were super similar. So what I said to Megan when I was telling her about him, I was like, he seems like the guy version of me. And what she told me after the fact when it didn't work out anymore, she was like, you know, the second you said that, um, I was interested to see how it would play out because a lot of the time when you immediately put that on somebody, it's the guy version of me. This person is exactly like me. You then project all of your positive traits onto them and like he would never be an asshole because I'm not an asshole. So like I'm gonna assume that he is a really good guy because I'm a really good person and like I know that my morals are sound and like I know I wouldn't fuck somebody over. But she's like, you had been on a date with him and already said that and like, yes, maybe you guys were super similar, but also maybe you knew nothing about him, but because you placed yourself onto him, now you thought you had 31 years of knowledge about this person. And like, you just didn't. 
I think almost like a personality tactic that people don't even realize that they're doing is that like we sometimes, especially when we want to be comfortable with somebody or make somebody more comfortable, we either intentionally or unintentionally mirror them. So mm. it's like whether it's their like behaviors and, and, and lean forward when they're talking, maintain eye contact, you, you end up mirroring or even like if somebody says they want two kids because you're on a first date, they'll be like, no, I, I want two. I might even want three. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just to like really lock you in there. And then once you get three months in, they're like, kids are disgusting. And you're like, right. you're like what did it? <laughs> you wanted three in the beginning I feel like everybody and this is, goes for friendships and relationships mm -hmm. the same what made it so that I'm the need to want to be around me all the time because I'm like I don't buy that with friendships either with friendships that are like you just met and then all of a sudden it's like BFF let's oh, hang out every day right away yeah I'm like, you're either stealing my soul, my clothes, <laughs> I don't know what, my personality, there's something that you want from me that I can't get you out of my house. Like, right. you know, like where I'm just like, ugh, you don't have anybody. I'm like, I always take that as a red flag too, where I'm just like, you don't have one friend. One. Well, because the, the person that's doing that is probably jumping from person to person because after a certain amount of time, something comes out mm -hmm. where the, the new bestie is like, mm, I don't actually fuck with this. Yeah. I don't actually like this that much. I thought I did, but I don't. Yeah. Or, or I didn't even think I did, but you just like put yourself around me so much that I didn't even know it was happening. It's like love bombing, yeah. but in a friendship. <laughs> yes. I, I've made this joke uh, with my closest girlfriends, but I just said like, I'm just not allowed to choose friends for myself anymore because <laughs> I'm just like, there's always something. I mean, there's always something like with new people that you meet. Like I've had friends to where it's just like, either just start acting different or entitled or like but it's like you weren't like that when we first started mm -hmm. hanging out before it was like oh anything like let's just have a nice time and you know up for anything and like okay cool and then all of a sudden it's like these like weird expectations and like demand red red flags there or else it's like again I feel like I was really close friends with somebody not too long ago and I thought like I knew them like the back of my hand and come to find out like I was told things um, that they didn't know that I was being told that I was just like so what's the appeal of being friends with me like you know what I mean because I'm like we don't have a lot in common. I thought that that was kind of like our thing, you know, like we're like opposite. So like, and it, and it works. But then I was yeah. like, were you just pretending to be a certain version of yourself that you thought I was going to like, which I did, but it's not who you are at all. Because then to hear these other things, I'm like, oh, cause that makes me a little wary. You know what I mean? Like I want yeah. to believe that because when I'm like, if you're one of my closest friends, like I will defend you till the end. I will defend mm -hmm. you to the point where I look stupid, especially if you're lying to me. So okay, it's Ariana. like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ariana. <laughs> well, that's where I'm like, I relate. Maybe that's why I took it so personally. Because yeah. I'm like, I get it. Like it's, it's giving like, Raquel. This person don't know him. Can't wait yeah. to ask name after, but it's getting that's, Raquel. That's genuinely what it, what it feels, what it felt like, where it's just like, I have no idea who you are as a person and We've spent all of this time. How long had you have you been friends with them? I've known them since like 2015. You know, wish them well, move on. But I just, yeah, anytime that I have like a either now like a dwindling or just like a complete, like I, I will never go back. Like once we've been close and when you fuck it up. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Mm -hmm. There's no need to hear it out. I, I also don't believe in closure conversations. Do you genuinely want me to sit here and tell you all of the things that 
I think is wrong as to why our friendship doesn't work and then give you what a time limit on when you can fix it or else mm-hmm. like I'm out like you know what I mean where I'm just like this just isn't working and like I wish you could do that like easily in all relationships but you just can't but I'm like mm-hmm. friendships in your 30s I'm like I don't owe you fuck all sorry yeah I'm like I am here for you I I want to support you I want everything to be positive and if it's not I will just start and then when you stop hearing from me or notice that I'm not coming around there's a reason yeah it's a hard one the the to talk about it or not talk about it it's because I I see both sides of it and like I feel like I like both sides of it the non-confrontational side of me is like why do we have to talk about it because then it's a whole big deal and like maybe it's not a big deal maybe we just don't vibe as people anymore yeah but then part of me is like but do I not even owe it to them but is the not healthier or more mature but like is the right move to address that so we both have that knowledge like is it better to just be like you know what I don't think we've really hit it off anymore and we can get into a deeper conversation about this if you need it but I don't and like I would like to distance our friendship like I don't know if it's better to talk about it or to just dip I don't know it's an interesting one it's like if somebody starts like confrontation with me about it I feel like this is in our in its own right just not healthy like where Mm -hmm. I'm like are we fighting about being friends right now is that what's happening right now because I feel like if if that's all we have to talk about or if that's like the main concern then like Mm -hmm. this as again this isn't healthy you clearly need something from a friendship that I'm not giving you and Mm -hmm. so in that case where I'm like do what's best for you and I say you can either distance yourself or you know call us not friends or you know just the friendship has changed and we are acquaintances when I see you I'll be happy to see you but like yeah I'm not going out of my way jumping through hoops to occupy free time that I have trying to cater to somebody's sensitivities about our friendship you know Mm -hmm. where I'm like friendships at the very least in my 30s should be something that is like a breath of fresh air a friendship should be something that comes easily that isn't something that is adding extra stress and pressure and turmoil in my life like as I said the dependency in my 20s couldn't see it for what it was back then but now I'm like if you are causing issues or I'm getting anxiety when I see your name pop up on my phone or any any type of negative feeling like you're out because it's just like I just don't have the wherewithal to deal with that where Mm -hmm. I'm like not my responsibility to fix that for another person when I have a laundry list of things that I need to get done for myself and that may sound selfish but I think that is the Sierra self-love is that it's like I know I'm the only person that's capable of getting me to where I want to go and nothing is going to break that focus and anybody that's in my life should be supportive of that as I would be supportive for their endeavors that have totally. nothing to do with me. That's friendship. That's it, it, it's it's easy. And where I'm like this stuff where it's like I'm responsible for how you feel about yourself or how you go throughout your day. I ruined your day because I didn't respond to a text message or something stupid like that. Right. You need more things going on in your day and we don't we don't vibe. No, no because when a friendship is easy and it's not adding all this additional stress and you're not having to like maintain a thing it just kind of is because it works Mm -hmm. it also gives the space for like because now we are getting older so when things go wrong or something bad it's normally actually shitty like somebody has passed away or a really bad breakup has happened or you Mm -hmm. lost a job or like it's something that's that's a little bit deeper yeah when the friendship at its base doesn't require much Mm 
mm-hmm. we can then show up for our friends much better when they really yes. need it versus like, I feel like I'm taking care of you 24 seven. Oh, now a big thing. Ha- I don't have energy for this. Yes. If, I'm, if we're not asking anything of each other other than like love, respect, like the things that just have to exist there mm-hmm. naturally. Um, and then something happens. I know that I could call you if I was like on the floor having a panic attack, breaking down, and I lived in Los Angeles, right? I'm not going to expect you to fly to New York. But, but if I, I called you and I needed you, and also probably that, if I called you and I was like, Sarah, I am going through, you would know that it's serious because I don't do that because I'm not yeah. requiring you to take care of me typically. So if you get that call, you're like, yep, gonna, yep, we're doing it. I'll look for a How, flight what right do you now. Need? Yep. yep. Come mm-hmm. right out. But that's, I mean, that's, that's exactly that. It's when you need me, I know that this isn't something to where it's like uh, the boy who cried wolf kind of thing right. where it's like everything is, is, is affecting you in some sort of way that, yeah, by the time big things happen, it's just like, ugh, are you blowing mm-hmm. this out of proportion or is this real where it's like, no. But long story short, you know, I, I feel like friendships should be lovely additions to your life. They should not be the end all be all and, you know, even as I said, whether you're single or in a relationship, like you, you should come first. And if somebody that you have trust in that you think you should be having a healthy relationship makes you feel a type of way that isn't that, Mm. and yet you're still showing up day after day feeling exhausted, it's like, no, you have to cut those types of ties loose because it's the only thing that's holding you back from actually growing into the person that you're meant to be. Because a lot of the times too, Mm -hmm. people that will do that to you or walk all over you or whatever, it's because they do see something special in you, that they do see something that either they're envious of or that instead of appreciating it about a person they want to knock you down they want to make you feel smaller or stand in line and it's just like you need people that are supportive of you people that that build you up people that don't feel like there needs to be a competition or a reason to make you feel shitty about yourself over the competition friendships never again never (laughs) again i'm like we all do great yeah succeeds (laughs) yeah I just, I don't understand that. I'm like, why is that so hard for some friendships and whatnot where it's just like, if you're finding yourself envious of things that I have or wanting things that I have, and especially if my, I'm not like, <laughs> today, here's my Louis Vuitton, whatever the fuck it is. If I'm not rubbing the shit in your face, like, mm-hmm. why are you taking it that way? And if that, and again, if that is the case that you're feeling some type of way, even if it's intentional or not, this is not somebody that you need to have in your life because it does make you feel a type no. of way that's not good for you. Yeah, if I could see, like... I don't know if I looked at like your relationship with Connor and I was jealous of what you had mm-hmm. that is okay if I then take that and channel it and go oh, okay I guess I'm envious of relationships maybe I should like start trying more in that area yeah. versus me then like having wine with you and being like yeah but do you really like how Connor talks to you because I feel like it's kind of shitty like instead of sabotaging Rachel bring you down to where I am not you know what I mean like use it as fuel to yeah. better yourself and like use it as like context clues is what you want in your life if you're jealous from it then probably you would like to have that quality or that thing so Mm -hmm. use it yeah and be better or get out (laughs) we're not here to bring anyone down because we're jealous that they have something we don't have so we need them to not have it no 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 just find a way to get it figure out what what do you need to do to get there I think that that's like, that's so correct because it's just like, it's such a a moment for introspection. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? To where it's like, you're not in love with your friend's boyfriend. You just want one that treats you correctly. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But instead where, 
I don't know, these girls in the competition, all of that, where it's like, well, if I can get attention from your boyfriend, then I'm doing something right, or like whatever the fuck, and it's just like, ew. Um, but on a positive note, um, oh, that was positive, but you know what I mean. On oh, a completely positive. unrelated, totally uh, different note. <laughs> fun note, um, was I just got back from Calamigos in Malibu, and if you've been listening for a long time, we have not done a coastal coastal recommendation i feel like on my side for a while it's been a minute <laughs> yeah been a um, minute. you know my coastal recommendation is uh whether you vacation or staycation in malibu california uh it's called calamigos guest ranch and it is a very elevated sophisticated ranch it is very much outdoors it is so beautiful so it beautiful stunning it's stunning it's absolutely stunning um when i tell you okay because how they also do their rooms which is phenomenal is that it's very much catered to privacy so you're never like sharing space if that makes sense like my walkway was by itself and then it's just like I go into like my balcony and it's like I can't see the room that's next door I can't Mm. see there's nothing in front of me like your views are like unobstructed so all the rooms are either like cottages bungalows or like estate houses Mm. but like you're not right next to people it's not like if somebody's playing their music in their room you can hear it like it is just very based off of like privacy and it's super dog friendly uh, not only do they give, they gave Bailey, uh, you know, bowls, a dog bed. They have, uh, doggy, f- like real made food for dogs wow. on the, on the room service menu. Uh, we would be like walking around with Bailey and somebody like we'd sit down somewhere and like somebody that works there saw us and would like come bring him like beef liver jerky and a bowl of water. Like always asking like, Oh, does he need any water? Like, it's just like, Oh my god, I love that. So catered to their chandeliers and trees. Like honestly, like I think I like I would get married there. Like it's like they've got like waterfalls and like it's very like even though I don't like Twilight the movie, but it's giving Twilight like with just like lights hanging down from trees and chandeliers and uh it's very romantic, very beautiful, but it's also so peaceful and everybody there is so nice. Like even mm. the guests are nice. I had a experience where I was at the pool and like a certain bar didn't offer drinks by the spa pool. They have five pools, by the way. Um, They didn't offer like drinks at that at the bar. And they were like, you can go to like the the swimming pool that's like up by the front for drinks. And I was like, I'm good. You know, there's water. And I was talking to like one of the women there because she wanted a beverage. And I was just like, yeah, they're not open. Like I would have been fine just like a lemonade. But like, you know, it's all good. This woman like called room service from her cabana and like ordered me a lemonade and water without even like asking if I actually wanted it or needed it or anything and was just like oh hey just by the way and like drops it off to me and I was just like can I Venmo you like this is just so nice she's like no like it's just you know and I was just like it's just every single person is just so friendly so Mm -hmm. nice and also they're filming um f-boy island there this season incredible (laughs) they have cows and horses and and yeah, it's like, it's just so nice. So yeah. I highly recommend uh, Calamigo's Guest Ranch uh, for anybody that wants to uh, get away for a little bit. Oh my God, cute. I would love to go there. Next time I come to LA, maybe I'll do a little weekender. We should. We should. You yeah. can bring Dexter. And as I said, he'll be very well taken care of. I love that so much. Bougie dogs. Oh my God, cute. Yeah. Let's see, do I have a coastal recommendation? Tell me, hmm. tell me. Hmm. I bet you do. 
I went to, there's an, it's not new anymore, but it's like new-ish pizza okay. spot in Williamsburg. Okay. Um, I think it's been open for maybe like six or seven months, but it's like, people are loving it. It's called Feeny. Um, <laughs> wow, I haven't thought of that once when saying that, and I've been there like six times. That's insane. That's all I can think of. Feeny. <laughs> um, it's so good. So if you order a full pie, it's kind of expensive. It's like almost $30 for a pizza, for like a okay. full pizza. Um, but you can go and get slices. And they have this one slice that's a tomato slice. There's no cheese on it. I don't like tomatoes. I love tomato sauce. I love okay. um, like a red sauce for pasta, obviously dipping like mozzarella sticks in, in tomato. Like I love that. But just having tomato on its own, it grosses me out. So you would not think that I would like a slice of pizza that is purely tomato. It's so fucking good. With no cheese? There's no cheese. The sauce is just like so perfect and it's a little spicy and it has these like really small um, garlicky breadcrumbs on top of it. It's just like, and the, the bread, the crust is so good. It's incredible. And then they have a cheese slice that's amazing. I think there's like three different cheeses on it, but they have this white slice and I don't normally <laughs> like a white pizza. I don't get Tell it. Tell me about it. Stupid. This is like food ASMR. Like I were like, yeah. uh, like fetish like, stuff. Like, oh, but this slice, the, the white slice. The white slice. <laughs> three cheeses. <laughs> Parmesan. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Um, and Fontina, I think, is the other cheese. Ooh, Anyways, yeah. it has three cheeses. It's like, it has this lemon zest on it. And then they give you a fresh wedge of lemon to squeeze directly on it. And then you also put this hot honey on it. And it's just so good. I've literally, I've gone at least once a week for the last month and a half. Oh. Sometimes twice. It's it's really, really. So Feeney in Williamsburg, like, highly recommend it's become my new go-to spot it's incredible so thankful i'm going to brunch after this because i know i'm just starving now i'm so hungry hungry. (laughs) i'm like please don't pick up my stomach growling over this microphone oh my god okay real quick where are you going to brunch um my friend's country club (laughs) (laughs) um no yeah gonna go have brunch before their husbands go play golf on the fifth wheel, fifth wheel, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm always, it's a, you know, it's a good spot. It's a fun you know, spot the to guy, be in. The guys <laughs> yeah. will go, and then I'll be, I'll be one of the gals again. I love um, it. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm going in an hour, and um, cute. Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, so Mama's gonna have a glass of rosé. There or you go. Maybe an appy spritz. Do an appy spritz. That's what I'm thinking. I would I'm, like. I would like to get a picture from you in an hour and a half where you've got an appy spritz. Bitch, it's like 95 degrees out here every day, every day that I am just like, what is even appealing to drink when it's that hot out? I'm like wasted from the sun dehydrating me while I'm consuming. Uh, like, Calamigos, I had like one glass of Prosecco and I was like, I- I'll fucking swing from the chandelier right now. Like... <laughs> I have not been out and about in a while, like, day drinking. And, like, right. I, and I take it so easy now, too. But I was, like, oh. And also, like, if you have just, like, one glass of anything and then just, like, don't drink for a minute, 
you're you're so much drunker than you ever feel like when you're just consistently refilling a glass. A thousand percent. It's it's mm-hmm. shocking. It's mm-hmm. shocking. You're like, I'm going to take it easy. And you're like, wait, this is what my body's trying to fucking process after I have six <laughs> of these bad boys? And I'm over here like, I'm sober. What are you talking about? Look at yeah. me. Could I do this? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because you're wasted, my friend. Because you're drunk, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just didn't feel it this happen to you. This is what alcohol is. Yeah. Congratulations. So, wish me luck. Have uh, so much fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing after this? Well, I'm in Nashville, which we just skidded over that. Uh, but yeah, I'm in Nashville this weekend. Um, so I think, I don't know what we're doing today. My friends that I'm staying with are currently at a brunch. Um, I think I'm going to go meet them there. And then we're going to go see Barbie tonight. Oh, cute. I'm not going to promote it, but I'm seeing it. Um, and then tomorrow we, uh, we rented a pontoon. We're going out on the lake. We're doing oh, a whole I lake day. What, what yeah. lake are you going to? I don't know the name of it. Okay, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> so we have a pontoon boat that has a, a, a slide. There's a second level to the pontoon. And Get out of here. The water. I'm so excited. So that's, that's my next. I took tomorrow off work. It's going to be a whole thing. Oh, I'm yeah. I like I just got back from something during week and I'm You're so like, jealous of you right now. I'm like, we I won't go on a boat with a slide. <laughs> I know, it's gonna be so fun. I'll take some pictures. I'm gonna have a hangover and a business zoom in the morning. Fuck my Wait. life. <laughs> well, you have the best time. Um and I can't wait to talk next week about like you actually hearing about your adventures in yeah i'll have a i'll have a name for a lake too at that point i'll know where i've gone (laughs) i'll figure it out sounds good sounds good well i love you so much love you thanks for continuously listening our our friends and to our new listeners come back next week we'll see you on thursday yeah do all the things do all the things subscribe like comment follow us on tiktok follow us on instagram and on instagram i forget about instagram but I, she's our girl too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. Love you.